For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Why, hello there. Uh, it's the Sean Show. It's uh, seven minutes after nine. It's Wednesday, I believe. <laughs> the days are beginning to blur for old for old Sean. The closer we get to uh, the closer we get to uh, uh, Christmas, the more the days begin to blur together for me. Uh, but we are here, and the phone lines are open. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. I have some exciting news for you. You know, a lot of various dictionaries are are coming up with their word of the year. Merriam-Webster shows gaslighting uh, for the year 2022. Uh, I I told you about how the uh, Cambridge Dictionary has upgraded their their definitions of men's and women's, men's and women's, to be people who live as a a male is now a person who lives as a male but who may not have always been identified as a male. They done gone woke. They's all woked up. Uh, well, thank you, Jesus, and all that's holy. Dictionary.com. Uh, I'm hearing this from KFI out of L.A. Dictionary.com has crowned its word of the year for 2022, and the word is woman. Woman defined as an adult female person. How many people are going to lose their jobs over at uh, Dictionary.com or possibly get arrested for hate crimes? My God, it's now a bold act. Think about this. It is now a freaking bold act on your part to say these words. A woman is an adult female person. According to the website, our selection of woman reflects how the intersection of gender, identity, and language dominates the current cultural conversation and shapes much of our work as a dictionary. Searches for the word woman on dictionary.com spiked significantly multiple times in relation to separate high-profile events, including the moment when a question about the very definition of the word was posed on the national stage. The moment the Dictionary.com references is when Kentonji Brown-Jackson, now a Supreme Court justice, was asked to define a woman by Tennessee Senator Marsha Blackburn, and she said, no, I can't. I'm not a biologist. So at least Dictionary.com, oh, and yeah, this is, this is an interesting little factoid. Searches for the word woman, after Katanji Brown-Jackson said that, searches for the word woman increased by 1,400%. 
We live in an age of morons. We, we, we truly are in a very moronic age. And I think a lot of it is pure evil. I think there's a lot of evil afoot. I think this border stuff is intentional evil. I think the COVID thing was intentional evil or an intentionally evil thing. I think there are many, many intentionally evil things going on right now in the world. But, baby, uh, you know what's propping up all that evil? A whole lot of stupid. A whole lot of stupid, man. And when you're at the technological apex of our time here on planet Earth thus far, and I'm talking about human beings... Geologically speaking, we haven't been on the planet very long. But we can make computers and F-150s. We could do hard surgery. You know, we, we could do some pretty impressive stuff. We, a hundred years ago, landed a couple of dudes on the moon, you know. Uh, you know, we, we, we've got pretty much the entirety of human knowledge at our fingertips on our phones. If you ever read The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, yeah, wow, it's it's come true. It's just it's right here on your stinking phone. And yet at this particular juncture where we have more scientific understanding, understanding of pure physics, whether micro or macro, uh, we are beginning to understand slightly how the universe works. And that, and that the universe is, uh, unlike what we would expect from a large explosion, is uh, uh, moving quicker, expanding faster than slower. Yeah, we're figuring stuff out here and there as human beings with these opposable thumbs and these wrinkly brains. But holy Jesus, we can't figure out where to put a tampon machine. At the same time, beyond all this technical uh, technical advancement and understanding, we suddenly can't define ourselves from a gender standpoint. We don't. We can't say what a woman is. We don't know. We don't know what a dude is. We don't know what a woman is. <laughs> but we're in the age of scientific understanding, and yet uh, there, there's some of the. Simplest stuff about human beings we no longer can figure out. It's it's perplexing, isn't it? It, it truly is. Uh, to, to be so smart and yet so stupid at the same time. Think about that. Only one major dictionary that comes up with a word every year actually defined an actual word, and that was woman. They actually had, they, they're so filled with hatred <laughs> over there at dictionary.com. There, I mean, there are people, I don't know if there's anybody listening, but understand, there are people who consider that a hate crime. There are freaking people in this world, some of them with meaningless college degrees hanging on their walls, who will say to you to define a woman as an, an adult female is an act of hate. <laughs> people that we put on the Supreme Court right now say they themselves are incapable of defining what a woman is because they're not a biologist. 
Do you realize the flat earth society is not a small group of people at this point? There's lots of them. You know, so I, uh, I, I, I'm glad the dictionary.com at least, you know, had the cojones. Frankly, had the balls to, uh, to, to, to define a woman as what she is, an adult female. Because everybody else is talking crazy, man. Everybody else is talking crazy. And, and this defense of marriage piece of crap that uh, uh, the old fart signed uh, is, is not about defending. We're going to talk about that when I get back. It's not about defending marriage. Same-sex marriage isn't under assault. Uh, I'm in an interracial marriage. It's I, I've been in one for about almost ten years now, and I don't ever feel like I've been under assault for anything. <laughs> I don't feel like, and I'm not getting any vibes from anybody. Like, hey, we're coming after you. You know, I, I, I they're just making crap up at this point. I'll tell you what the 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 marriage act actually does when we get back two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. This is Jack Riccardi. Stay connected to News Talk five fifty KTSA and FM one zero seven one on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. And we're back. News Talk five fifty KTSA FM one zero seven one. Hi. Hey. <laughs> uh, I was talking about how uh, Dictionary dot com has done the right thing. And they've chosen the word of the year as woman, which they defined as a, a an adult female. Finally, someone speaks the truth. Here's Ricky. Ricky, how are you? Hey, how's it going today? Pretty good, man. What are you thinking? Hey, this is a West Texas trucker. I think I heard you guys talking about that little fake Dr. Fauci. Oh, God. I called my congressman over here in uh, Lubbock. Jody Arrington. Yeah. I know you guys have Chip Roy on there all the time. I want to see his income tax returns. I want to see his taxes. Fauci's? Yeah, I want to know yeah, how sure. he got how he made so much money during the lockdown. He made yep. upwards of seven, eight million dollars, something like that. Yep. I want to I want to know I want to know if he got a percentage of Moderna or Pfizer is what I want to know. Oh. You know that little troll did. He I, I think I I think he's guilty of crimes against humanity. I I think he's oh, most definitely. I think he is uh, instrumental in getting the funding for this gain of fun- function uh, research at the Wuhan lab, for whatever mysterious reasons. Even Barack Obama said he didn't want this stuff to happen. Uh, it gets released, I believe, intentionally uh, by China. Uh, and oh, yeah. I'll go one step further. I think the Democrat Party had something to do with bringing it into the United States. Wouldn't surprise me because they were not liking Donald Trump at that point. Well, how, how, China and Don- like China him, and the Democrats hated Donald Trump at that point, and arguably COVID, uh, you know, took up the last year or so of his of his presidency. And uh, time. we could have been so much better. Yeah, I concur. All right, man. I, I be I careful out there, man. You for having me on, yes, sir. Thank you. No problems. Yeah, I, Fauci needs to be. We need to really look into that little twerp. That guy's got guilty written all over him, man. And I'm talking crimes against humanity. 
uh, on a lighter note, uh, uh, on this day, and we talked about this on Where and Rima very briefly. On this day in history, uh, December 14th, 1977, Saturday Night Fever uh, debuted at the theaters, uh, which kind of ushered in the disco era in America, which really kind of continued into the late 70s, almost the early 80s. You still heard some of that that kind of music. And uh, I... Saturday Night Live is uh, Saturday Night Fever is one of those movies. It's kind of like Purple Rain. Purple Rain had an amazing soundtrack and defined Prince for a lot of people. I think, at least for me, right? Purple Rain, which technically is a soundtrack, is one of my favorite albums to this day. I never get tired of listening to it. The movie was freaking horrible, right? Don Morgan. I mean, the, the, the Purple Rain was an insipid movie. I mean, it just. Yeah, it didn't do no, a lot. Prince was not much of an actor. Uh, you know, he was the he was the star of the movie. But if you ask me, Morris Day stole the show. Morris Day had more screen presence, right? But the movie itself was kind of stupid. Yeah, it, I mean, it had it was the idea was good, but yeah. it just didn't carry but over. The, but the well. music created the soundtrack. It was basically one long music video. What is is defining? I mean, that the the soundtrack. I even am loathe to call it a soundtrack. But Purple Rain as a record was iconic. I mean, I, I again, it's one of those it still is. four records I listen to constantly over and over and over again. Right. I, you know, when we were driving across the country back in October, I think we listened to it start to finish at least two or three times. I, I wouldn't least. doubt it. Yeah. And then there's Saturday Night Fever, which itself is a great record. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of great music on that record. Right. The movie, I thought, was one of the most depressing pieces of crap I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> The movie was depressing as hell. Right. I think the the draw was um, that it was so raw and gritty at the time. It, it, it was a it really was. good portrait. Not that I remember a lot about, the, you know, I was nine years old for crying out loud. Right. But I had cousins who were older and would venture into the city quite often um, to go out to discos and, right. and clubs and what have you. And they were basically, yeah, that's, that's how it is. You know, just very... In your face and 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 sure and dirty and uh, that's just how life was back. And then. they captured that beautifully, I thought. And and as depressing as it was, and as dark as it was, that told the story very well. Well, and yeah, of a guy who's trying to make something of himself, yeah. and, and that. But that deep part down of it. inside, knows it's it's just not happening. Right, but I, I see. I didn't see it when it came out. Yeah, I didn't see it till years later. Yeah, same here. And when I saw it, I'm like, this is what everybody was crazy about, that the yeah. dancing was great, but the rest of it's depressing as hell. Yeah. Because it, by that time, we knew what a hellhole New York was. Right? In, in fact, <laughs> at, at that point, you know, things were starting to improve a little bit. A little, the, yeah, know, when Giuliani so, got in it, there. Yeah, right, yeah. And so, uh, you know, things weren't as bad, and they weren't as dark. And But I thought, you know, at the time, it just created that perfect picture of what was going on there. Sure. And, and you have when you watch the movie, and maybe it's just me. In that one scene where he's on the dance floor to uh, You Should Be Dancing, right. it was this moment where this young guy, and Travolta was in his early 20s at yeah. the time, he just became this icon. Oh, yeah. In that one and scene. And you saw it. You yeah, knew it right there. It's like, well, there, this is, how, this is how these guys are created. He ain't Barbarino anymore because no, he, was, he was Barbarino I mean, prior it, to, on, on Welcome Back Cotter prior to that. At that point, he was on the same level as James Dean and those types oh, of yeah. guys. Marlon Brando. Oh, just those iconic figures of the screen and just right. took it to a whole new level. <laughs>
What you Vinny Barbarino. What? 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 Where? 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 Remember that? Who? And then, uh, you know, he didn't really have a lot of great movies after that for a while. Right. Because the sequel was horrid, man. The one that he directed. Uh, oh, uh, staying alive. Oh, God. It was staying alive. It was horrible. I think I made it through about 15 minutes of that piece of right. crap. It wasn't good at all. And then he, you know, he kind of picked up with the action hero thing. Well, no, I'm thinking of uh, Stallone. But then right. uh, Stallone uh, directed. Directed Staying, staying Alive. alive. Right. Travolta kind of really kind of went away and really didn't, you didn't see him again until the Kirstie Alley movies. Look who's talking. And, and then, then of course, Pulp uh, Fiction. Pulp Fiction, yeah. And that was boom shakalaka. You know, we got a whole new uh, yeah, John we, Travolta. We forgot how good he is. Yeah. You know, and then he came out and that is like this, he could play just about anything. And the fact that they had him dance with Uma Thurman. Yeah. Was cool. Yeah, it was a powerful scene. But Again, very iconic. Very iconic. Yeah. So yeah, this day a hundred thousand years ago in nineteen seventy seven, John Travolta put on a highly flammable white suit. All right, right. Where I used to walk around in knee socks, yeah. in short polyester gym shorts, wearing mesh trucker hats. Um, <laughs> you still got the trucker hats. Still yeah, got, still, still got the hats, those man. Trucker hats. Still got the hats. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Anywhere, anywhere, anytime, anytime. And it's just wherever you need it, you can just go online and get it. Get the Sean Ryman Show wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And we're back. News Talk five fifty KTSA FM one zero seven one. I'm Sean. Hi, how are you? Nine thirty nine. Yeah, we had drag queens at the White House yesterday. I'm uh, I'm not not only am I trannied out, but I'm drag queened. I'm dragged out, man. Drag queens used to be interesting when they only popped up every now and again, but you know now that they're everywhere. Uh, you know, I, if there's any drag queens listening, you guys are getting boring. Okay, it's just getting dull at this point. Now, we, we had a little thing here in town where there was a drag show that was supposed to go on someplace in town. And uh, some folks who are, uh, I guess, upset with the obsession with kids and drag and gender stuff, which is going on, showed up with weapons to kind of make sure no kids got into this venue. A bunch of Antifa-esque counter-protesters showed up and stood on the other side of the street because they they said these guys got weapons, we got weapons. And thankfully nothing happened. Okay? But <laughs> what are you laughing at? But you wouldn't it be silly if we got into a silly war over drag queens? I'm just I'm just saying that would, you know, that would just be a little silly. So both protesters had uh, handguns, huh? armed. Right. <laughs> okay. What are you laughing about? Well, it just seems odd that the liberals that want to allow this to go on and that were, you know, watching the other protesters have guns. Right. And they hate guns. Yeah. And guns are bad, but they unless they have them. <laughs> I'm so confused by all of it. Uh, so we don't want no violence between uh, drag queens and other people. It's just getting a little silly. But it, 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 we, we have a crisis on the border that is about to swamp us all. Okay, it, it, We're really on the precipice of this thing going 
uh, next level when 42 goes away, I think, next week. And you're looking at a million people coming into this country every other month. Uh, we, we, and, and bringing with them fentanyl uh, and bringing with them all the cartel craziness and, uh, and, and uh, 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 trafficking and sex trafficking. I mean, it's, it's, it's on the way, baby. It's already here. But, man, you're about to see that stuff go through the roof once 42 goes away. Bad, bad situation looming on the border there which really isn't even a border anymore. And so like good Democrats, they got to invent crap that's not really going on so they can fight it and get your mind off of stuff. And yesterday, again, it was the Savior of Marriage Act, which, again, protects same-sex marriage and interracial marriage. We've heard about the, the interracial marriage thing coming under attack since the leak with Roe v. Wade and and the Supreme Court, and I'm never, I'm not really sure where this great onslaught against interracial marriage is happening. I I, I don't where anybody know where that's going on? Because I'm in one of those relationships, and I'm not feeling any, I'm not feeling any pressure from anyone. I'm not feeling as if I'm under attack. The only time I feel like I'm under attack is when I get hit upside the head with a flip-flop because I left my damn underwear on the floor, okay? I'm not feeling any outside threats for being in a mixed-race marriage. And then Biden makes this claim while he's signing this damn thing. When When a person can be married in the morning and thrown out of a restaurant for being gay in the afternoon... This is still wrong. Where's that going on? Uh, (laughs) Do we have any gay people listening who have been tossed out of a a restaurant because they were gay? uh, The president says this is something wrong, something this thing that he just signed will protect us from, and yet I'm trying to figure out where that's going on. You'd think that would be pretty big news, right, with the liberal media, gay people getting thrown out of restaurants. I'm sure we'd hear about that (laughs) if that were happening. But we're not. Where's that going on? You know, the, the times in which we live are so freaking surreal and upside down. I swear to Jesus, there are times where I feel like I'm about to wake up on some surgical table in an alien spaceship uh, because they've been conducting weird experiments on my mind. Because sometimes I just don't believe this crap is going on. God, Cindy Lauper was out there yesterday. Cindy Lauper with her eczema. It was out there. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Cindy, the, the purple hair doesn't hide the eczema. So there's Cindy Lauper out there. She's performing during the the signing of the Respect for Marriage Act on the South Lawn. Singing now we can all love whoever we want to love. I'm sorry, that wasn't possible the day before. I'm just... Uh, I'm just, I'm just, I'm so sick of it all. And again, 
you know, as as I've told you guys time and time again, uh, I've been a, a supporter of anti-discrimination stuff for gays my whole adult life. All right? I was pro-gay marriage, right? But right now, just to be honest with you, James, I'm a little gayed out. I'm a little gayed out. My gay quotient has been reached. I'm, I'm gayed and trannied out. I'm, I'm queened out. I'm non-binaried out. I'm, I'm gendered out. I've just, I've, I've, I think I've, I've really reached my uh, watermark on this stuff, and I, I'm, I know a lot of you have. But it would be kind of silly if we fought a second civil war between straight people. And drag queens, you know what I mean? Like instead of the re- the rebel South, you know, we'd have the rebel drags. Do you know what I mean? You could always find them because they they match. You know, like they're not going to like where <laughs> was the old the old Robin Robin Williams joke? Gays in the military. I'm super. Thanks for asking. <laughs> All things considered, I couldn't be better. Yeah, camo tends to clash. No, I mean, I'm I'm just saying. That would be the silliest damn civil war in Amer- in America. We're not, us against the drag queens. That's where it's coming. One side is marching one, two, three, four, and the other one's <laughs> five, six, seven, eight, sachet, jazz hands. You know, one 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 side is using uh, uh, guerrilla tactics to fight. The other side is using Bob Fosse moves to try to outdo the uh, the, the the evil empire. I'm just, I'm just, I'm, if you're tranny or gay or, or, or you're, you, 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 you gender fluid or you're non-binary or you're just a good old-fashioned drag queen, Sean doesn't care anymore. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm done. It's just way too much. And I tell you what, when you started drag, started dragging the kids into it, and suddenly you got drag queens for elementary school kids. It's like, all right. <laughs> I'm done. Now you're getting weird and not in the fun way. So there you go. There's my uh, trannied out sermon for the day. 210-599-5555. And, yeah, the worst thing for a, tra- for, for a drag queen is happening right now. What's the one thing any drag queen doesn't want to be? Boring. You know what? Y'all are getting dull, man. Getting pretty damn boring at this point. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. Hi, this is Trey Ware, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA at FM 1071. Stay connected. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA. FM 107.1. I'm Sean. Hi. Um, I, I didn't see it. I, I, I haven't been watching the, the press conferences. Uh, recently was Jean-Pierre uh, Clouseau. Because she just, she sucks at her job, man. She just, she, she you know, and I, I've said this a few times. At least Jen Psaki could, could form a sentence. She was largely full of crap. That's true. And she lied just as much as Jean Pierre, whatever the hell her name is. But this chick can't even handle the language. Did she say by caramel? Uh, 
Was she talking about this marriage thing? Yep. And and uh, that uh, this was uh, decided on a, a bipartisan. And she actually said the word bicarmel. Uh, way was done in a bipartisan, bicarmel way. Bicarmel, bipartisan support. In a bicarmel and a bipartisan uh, way was done in a bipartisan, bicarmel way. Bicarmel, bipartisan support. <laughs> we had some bipartisan support, and then we handed out some Worthers uh, for everyone because it was bicarmel. I think it's pronounced by caramel, uh, basically, but caramel is, is candy. It's, it's, it's sticky candy, isn't it? Am I got that right? It's very Nobel of you. I'm going to win a Nobel, Nobel Prize someday. You know, and, and it, 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 I imagine you can't really say anything about her because then you hate black lesbians, you know? I mean, it's just that that's, that's, this is the, word, the world we live in. At some point, she's just going to come out and just say absolute gibberish. That won't make any sense at all, you know. Well, Peter, okay, and then the ceiling fan, uh, the ceiling fan gave birth to a ballpoint pen, and uh, many petunias uh, were grown in the field then, okay, and that's when my hernia started talking, okay, and that's all I have to say. She'll just say things that don't make any sense at all, and that's all I have to say about it, okay. Okay, Peter, donkeys fly with, with, with feather dusters, okay? And that's all I'm going to say about it. And, th- and just not say anything else. You know what I mean? She'll just, she'll just cease to make sense at all. She just won't. She, she'll just make, she'll make nonsensical statements. Like her and Joe are a comedy duo. Right. And all the other people would just nod. So, oh, that's very profound. Oh, yeah. A lot of nuances. A lot of nuances that don't make any sense whatsoever, you know. Well, Peter, Peter, you know, if your tie could talk, it would tell poems. And poems written in rainbows, and that's all I have to say about it. As far as the the, the president's uh, perspective on talking dolphins... Okay, he has spoken with the Dolphin Coalition in recent months. And they all say abracadabra, and nobody will question. Sean Rima, 9 till 11, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. And we're back, hour number two uh, of the Sean Show on a slow Wednesday. Uh, the phone lines are open, 210-599-5555, 210 210- Five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Slow for the moment. Uh, next week, things are going to start getting really, really weird. Uh, when Title Forty Two goes away, we have people just hanging on the border waiting. Uh, we still have folks uh, coming across anyway. Uh, we just picked up about one point five million uh, tabs of fentanyl uh, recently, uh, enough to kill I think everybody in the country or on the planet or some damn thing. Uh, I, you know, and, and one, once this thing goes away, uh, this Trump era policy that pretty much deported people immediately, you know, that was based on COVID and stuff, but still, uh, it, 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 the, the, the cartels who traffic these people across the border are very savvy and they always, uh, are observant as to what's going on in America. So they know. 
Time's coming for the big old invasion, and that's what this is. It's an invasion. And, uh, and, and people, Americans are dying as a result of it, and not just from fentanyl. And, you know, watching this unfold and realizing, and, and thank God for Greg Abbott, who's going to attempt to do something, <laughs> you know, along our stretch of border to, uh, to stem the tide of this thing. But we are, with this border really being non-existent and, and about to become even more non-existent, if that makes sense, uh, we're at a very dicey time in the future of this country. I mean, I don't think we can survive this. And I hate to keep going on the air with, with you know, being a bummer. But it's 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 just surreal to me how half the country or politically speaking are are just obsessed absolutely freaking obsessed with this with this trans and gender stuff and yet right under their freaking noses we are losing this country Whatever you think of Trump right now, and I think Trump's star is kind of faded. I mean, I, I, I think it's time for him to pass that torch on to a guy like DeSantis. I think I, I know he got a bum rap, but I think it's time for Trump to move on and uh, and let a guy like Ron DeSantis carry this this movement forward. Uh, but Trump did say, and, and one of the more brilliant things he said when he was president is, "You don't have a border, you don't have a country." right now, at least on the southern end, we, we don't have a border. And it's about to get worse. We're talking a million people every other month coming in here once 42 goes away. Those are the estimates. One million people. They have 15,000 encounters a day, or they're expecting 15,000 encounters a day after Title 42 ends next week. And and your president is is you know having drag queens at the White House, so we can sign into effect a law that I guess protects gay people from getting kicked out of restaurants, which they're not. That's not happening. Protects interracial marriage, which, uh, as far as I'm concerned, wasn't uh, currently under attack by anyone. And the man won't even say the word fentanyl. The man's never even been to the border, and I know why he's never been to the border. He can't lay his eyes on it because then he can't deny that it's going on. This is a nightmare, man. A nightmare, and your government is more concerned about drag queens. Uh, Let's go to Sam. Sam, how you doing? Good morning, Sean. Hey, you got your shoebox out? Your shinebox? My what? Your shinebox. No, I got my shine box today. Okay. Well, the reason I was asking was because, you know, you're in an interracial marriage. My mommy, God rest her soul, married a honky back in 1968 <laughs> when all of this didn't even, wasn't even on the radar. 1968, she married a honky, my Mexican mommy. And now I've got, and now I've got two coconut brothers that I dearly love. <laughs> you know, but you know what? It didn't 
matter back then. You know, I mean, didn't matter I back then, and he's saying it matters now. It's under a slot. You know, I'm not from where. And and you know what else? One more quick thing for you. This um, the battle at the Alamo last night. It comes on the heels of what the news say: a female coach molested or contacted with a child, mm. female child. Right. Female coach, female child. Isn't that what a lot of people were upset about that, you know, guys and, you know, gays and stuff, blah, 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 something like this would happen? Isn't it just kind of interesting that that happened? That came on the news two days before right. this battle of the Alamo. And you know what? A, a DA. Well, we got a DA that does it's just letting people out. No, no, yeah, DeSantis yeah. and Abbott. DeSantis president, Abbott vice president. Oh, I like that. I like that a lot, actually. <laughs> wouldn't, that, wouldn't that be cool? That would be wouldn't very cool. Be cool. I got to go, okay, man. Go get your shine box because you got to make money. I got to go get my shine box. Uh, I, eventually, maybe I will have to go get my shine box. Here's Esteban. Esteban, how you doing? On this drag stuff, Jack Riccardi brought up a very good point last night. He says, isn't that the ultimate form of misogyny? Because you have guys basically dressing up what they feel as a feel what a woman would be and it's not a woman doing it so basically drag queens are really shoving as pigs well i've said that before in that you're you don't want to you say gender is a construct and yet when men transition they transition and reinforce all kinds of negative stereotypes as far as what a woman's supposed to look like <laughs> and it's amazing he's right and the second point, as far as this interracial marriage stuff goes, I, I, I go to churches where every where the whole thing is almost interracial. I, I can so many interracial couples in marriage in the church, elders, pastors, the whole nine yards, and Biden's making a big deal over nothing. Yeah, he makes it like this is it's under assault. I'm like, Mike, we've been hearing this since. The leak uh, from the uh, that led to the overturning of Roe v. Wade, that the that interracial marriage is somehow tossed into this, and I, I I don't know where I don't know where they got that. It's not going on. I, I appreciate the call, Esteban. It's 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 very very bizarre. Uh, in my opinion, two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Let me ask you this. Let's take it in a different direction because one of the things that uh, we know about this new protection of marriage, this completely meaningless protection of marriage act that uh, we had all the dancing uh, uh, drag queens at the White House for yesterday. <laughs> you know, and, and Cindy Lauper singing off several layers of her eczema. I can make eczema jokes because I have eczema. It's okay. <laughs> Uh, uh, you know, all this stuff going on. And, and uh, again, first off, the, 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 the issues that they're claiming that they're fighting are, are not really happening. But we have all of these other problems. All of this stuff is, is meant to take your eye off the ball, which is uh, we, we are apparently in a diesel shortage. We, we do have an economy that sucks no matter what he has to say about it. We have an open border that is about to explode. 
and all the problems that go along with that open border are also going to get much, much worse. And uh, the moron crowd, unfortunately, that uh, that swallows this stuff, uh, hook, line, and sinker. Yeah, for them, it's all about non-binary rights and pronouns and blah blah blah. I just it it it, it is a very strange time in America, and I never really thought I'd see it get this bad. And it yes, does it get tedious? For me, especially being a funny guy, and that's kind of the 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 focus of what I do on the radio is to try to crack you up. Does it get tedious going on the air every single day with unhappy stuff? You're damn right it does. Still, I'm, I'm, I'm going to still do it. It's, it's what I'm here to do and what my life's all about. But, man, more and more people really got to wake up to this stuff. I used to think, I used to go through a, a, you know, a thought process where it's like, you know, some people just can't be changed. Some people are just so devoted to their own idiocy that you can't wake them up to anything as far as what's really going on. And and maybe it's time we all uh, take a different tack on that and start thinking, you know, now, now maybe is the time to start running our mouths about stuff. Because you know what? Thanks to this uh, protection of marriage thing, the only real actual impact it's going to have on your life is going to be on your free speech. It's going to make certain utterances into hate speech. So if you if you just merely utter or post the words, you know, I think marriage is between one man and one woman, you will now be guilty potentially of a hate crime. That's the part that's screwing with my head. The all-out attack on free speech, which is every single stinking day. And if you don't see it, you're not paying attention. Where are we? Let's take one more. Here's uh, Rick. Rick, how you doing? Pretty good. How about yourself? Not too bad, man. What are you thinking? So I was, I was watching the old Fox News this morning, and they were talking about how the White House was asking Congress to come to a bipartisan agreement on the border. And it, like, like, couldn't the president just say, hey, you know what? We shut it down now. We stop it. Because the Congress is just going to be argued back and forth to go on for another, but till the next election, possibly. <laughs> Yeah, this president, they, they, they don't want to do anything. They're, they're calling out this nonpartisan stuff about the border to try to take uh, uh, emphasis off their own policies, which have led to this. This was intentional. This whole border thing is intentional. And it's intentional to create new voting dynamics in this country. It's, uh, it's, 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 it's it intended to, to a certain extent to turn us into a third world country where you have an elitist uh, uh, power base and everybody else is just kind of under, underneath, underneath that umbrella. It, it's sick what's going on. And, and the fact that more people are not waking up to it is disturbing. That, that there's a lot of people who are walking into this crap with a big stupid smile on their face thinking that they've somehow won something. Exactly. And you know, he has the power to just say it's closed. Yeah. No more. But he's not going to do it. Today. Exactly. He's not going to do it. All right, man. Thanks for the call. Thanks. Uh, you know, it, it, this is what he wants, or they want, whoever they are. 210-599-5555. We'll take a break. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. San Antonio's News, Traffic, and Weather Station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. 
Yeah, man. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. How are you? Did Were you aware that Alexandria Orifice Cortez had produced a documentary? <laughs> were you even aware? In fact, this is her second documentary. Um, It's called To the End. And the phone lines are open. Whatever's scratching at your brain. It's a pretty slow damn news day, so whatever's on your brain. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. She made a movie. It's a, it's, it's, it's a climate change movie. It took her four years to make this movie. When does she actually do her job? Trey and I were talking about, you know, does, has she ever sponsored a bill of any kind? Does she do any of that legislatively type stuff, you know? Four years to produce a film called To the End. And uh, it's about climate change. Uh, she made it with uh, three other, it follows her and three other young women. Uh, some activist, uh, Varshini Prakash, a climate policy writer, Rihanna Gunn-Wright, and political strategist, Alexandra Rojas. As they attempt to pass sweeping climate change legislation in Congress, which they actually didn't do. So, they've been working on this movie for four years. It debuted this past weekend at 120 screens across America. It brought in 80 bucks a theater. <laughs> and has a box office take nationally across the country of $10,000. Coming in 33rd place overall at the box office. In fact, People watching Wakanda backwards. Uh, there were more people who opted to watch Wakanda backwards than who opted to watch the Ocasio-Cortez climate change opus, okay? Does she even do her job? I mean, she is such a fame hog. If she's not on her stupid TikTok videos, you know, eating with her mouth open like a nine-year-old, she's... Spending years producing documentaries, does she actually? And they reelected her, man. They reelected that chick. And you know what? She's a complete moron. She's a fame hog and a moron. And you know what? She's going to be president someday. I I I didn't believe that. I I, I my my thought as uh, that I've been going with over the past few years has been. Well, you know, at some point, they're all going to be AOC, meaning the people who are the leaders of this country, whether they're leaders uh, of the economy, of the free market system, or they're leaders uh, in our political system, they're all going to be every bit as stupid as she is. But now I am beginning to think, given that is going to be true, and thank you, Jesus, I'm older now, and I can I can witness this in my elderly years, okay? But now I'm really coming around to it. You know, that idiot's going to be president someday. President Alexandria Orifice Cortez. How does that make you feel? Here's John. John, how you doing? 
Good, Sean. How you doing? Doing pretty good, man. What are you thinking? <laughs> well, as soon as you mentioned she did a documentary, right away, I think about the YouTube video of her with a garbage disposal and not knowing <laughs> what a garbage disposal is. It's an amazing thing Anybody? she has hands that she didn't <laughs> chop off her own hands. Yeah, that's all I got, John. Have a good day. All right, thanks, man. Fighting for change politically requires oh. faith. We are building an army of young people to stop the climate crisis and create oh. millions of good jobs for our generation. No, you're all going to be out of jobs. You're all going to be on the streets. Mommy and daddy will be long gone. And so will anything, anything resembling social security. AOC will have plenty of money, but the rest of you, you're going to be eaten out of her dumpster. You are. And it won't be a fun dumpster to eat out of because it'll be mostly like old chicken nugget boxes and empty bottles of honey mustard, you know? She is so stupid. And baby, she's going to be president someday. You laugh. You remember your old Uncle Sean's words. Mark my words. You think about, you think America's bad now? Wait till that chick's president, man. Anywhere, Anywhere anytime. anytime. And it's just wherever you need it, you can just go online and get it. Get the Sean Ryman Show wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Podcast is doing pretty good. Thanks for uh, checking it out. James puts that up every day. The Sean Ryman Podcast, News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. Uh, talking smack about the world on what I consider to be a somewhat slow news day. Uh, we're getting down to Christmas, and uh, I tell you when things are really going to explode is when 42 goes away next week. Uh, but we are uh, hearing more from little Dr. Fauci. Where are you on the pandemic thing? Let me just ask you. Where are you on this pandemic thingy? Uh, Dr. Fauci recently on MSNBC says uh, people uh, dissuading people from getting vaxxed. Vaxxed costs lives. Says society is becoming anti-science. When it comes to the gender thing, I'd absolutely freaking agree with you, man. Things are getting pretty anti-scientifical. Uh, you know, I got family members that we were talking the other day about, uh, you know, uh, we're going to start wearing, some folks are going to start wearing masks again. Uh, I'm not, uh, I'm, um, I, I am firmly in the column um, of, I, I, I'm done. Uh, I ain't getting no boosters. I ain't getting no more shots. Uh, I got the original, I, I don't even remember if it was Pfizer or, or Moderna. I'd have to look at my stinking card. But I got the first vax, and that's all I've had. And, uh, you, you know, when I when I got COVID in the hospital, I didn't have any symptoms. But I got it in the hospital. I kind of opened my mind to a few things, and I, I, I'm just, I'm I'm done. I'm done wearing the masks, except for when I absolutely freaking have to, and that's uh, usually only when I go to my coronary doctor. 
My other doctors don't seem to mind anymore. I got a, I got a general doctor appointment today. Uh, 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 you know, our, with our family doctor and get checked up and talk about this hernia thing I got coming up in February. But as far as the pandemic, I'm done. I'm just done. I don't, I don't know what these vaccines do. Uh, I, 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 I do believe that Dr. Fauci made money off of the pandemic somehow. Uh, I do believe Dr. Fauci, these are all my opinions, obviously. I believe that he uh, was uh, uh, fundamental or, or it was, was funneling, funneling, if not laundering, American taxpayer dollars through this, uh, this, this health fund place to the Wuhan lab, specifically for gain-of-function research. I don't know why he wanted to do that. But he and China wanted to do that. And I think that vaccine was uh, let go intentionally. That's my opinion. And uh, the vax, uh, yeah, under Trump's watch, watch were, were uh, put together fairly quickly. Uh, a lot of the rhetoric around the vax at that time was, if you don't get vaxxed, you're a murderer. If you're not wearing your mask, you're a murderer. And people fail to remember that uh, at the very beginning, Dr. Fauci himself was anti-mask. He said the masks don't work. And in fact, they encourage people to touch their face, which is the worst thing to do. So I, I, I have no faith in any of the things I'm hearing. It's not that I'm anti-scientific. I am actually very scientific as far as how I think. Uh, but I'm not seeing a lot of science swirling around this COVID thing at this point. And so I'm done. How are you? Let's go to John. John, what's on your brain, John? Sean, hey. it was never scientific. It was never about, it was never scientific. My bigger concern is when a police officer violates my civil rights, I can sue. The police officer can be charged federally and state with civil rights violations. Who are we going to charge with shutting down society under emergency orders? <laughs> I don't know. That, that, that's, that, see, everyone did it except for Christy Nome. Even Ron DeSantis, for a brief period, did it. Right. These people should be criminally charged. The American people saw their civil rights violated in an unprecedented way by 49 state governors, health officials, city officials. I don't think the country can heal from the COVID response until people are facing criminal trials. Unfortunately, every elected leader in this country did it but one. But on what planet was that ever going to be okay right. for the science? I, 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 I say we start with Fauci and we find out what Fauci did specifically and what Fauci benefited from specifically because a lot of people were taking Fauci's advice uh, at, in the early days especially. And so I want to fi- find out. I'll tell you what. You find out what happened with Fauci and what he did and you, you, you find out everything you'll ever need to know about COVID, in my opinion. I just think it's a sad testament because a lot of the leaders that did the lockdowns and the mask right. mandates, our own governor notably, they were reelected. The American people have resoundingly said they're okay with having their rights trampled on. So I don't know that we can blame we can, we well we can blame Fauci, but we are responsible for who we listen to, and some of us never bought his line of BS. Right. But most did. Well, so it's I'll a fair leave point. You with that. Love a, you, brother. Love you too, man. It's a fair point. Let's go to another John. John, how you doing? Uh, good morning, Sean. Um, Sean, 
I'm done with COVID. I'm done with the pandemic. Um, I think most people are. I think pandemic served its purpose for the leftists. They got what they wanted out of it. They're done. Right. Um, I think as far as Fauci goes, he is a criminal. Um, but my problem with him, the biggest problem is I don't think the House or the, well, I know the Senate won't, but I don't think the House has what it takes to go after him. I'm really pessimistic that they're really going to have the backbone to go after him and say, let's hold him accountable. There'll be well, a few in there that will, right. and I think the majority will not. Well, I, I, unfortunately, you're probably right, you know, and uh, I, I think that's sad because I think the man is guilty of crimes against humanity. I really do. Uh, yeah. But whether or not you, in our lifetimes we ever get any truth uh, as, as to that, I don't know. <laughs> I don't yep. know, man. It's surreal. Hey, man, I appreciate the call. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Take one more. Here's Ray. Ray, how you doing? Pretty well, thank you. What are you thinking? Talking about your, well, talking about your carnivorous or whatever you call that stuff. I'm 79. I'll be 80 shortly. Right. I've never had flu. I've never had the vaccination. I'll lie to take keep from taking a, a vaccination of any kind. Right. But I had the I had the carnivorous, and I think it's all much to do about nothing. Uh, that was my experience with it. You didn't have my, your symptoms weren't too bad, or well, the symptoms I had were just upper body pain. I kind of felt like I'd been whipped with a boat paddle. Everybody, well, it hits everybody differently, you know. I mean, uh, Don yeah, Morgan I'm had sure it; he, he went through it pretty bad. Uh, I I had it, but I didn't have any symptoms at all. Uh, people react even differently to the vaccine. I I got the shot; didn't bother me at all. My wife got the shot; it was she had pain for three days. So I, I don't know what the hell's going on, man. I, I just know that me personally, I'm done. <laughs> a news report yesterday said that uh, more people who are dying now above 65 years old are people who have had the vaccinations. Well, I, that doesn't I, bode well. No, it doesn't, and we don't really know what the hell was in those things. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah, you know, the government uses a lot of ways, like electric vehicles, to try to restrict people's movement. Well, I know, and they're they're about it. They're about it. I got to go, Ray. I appreciate the call. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Uh, give me a call. Whatever's on your brain. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. How are you? We just hanging out talking smack. 210-599-5555. Uh, now, also, tomorrow, uh, because we, we have had this ongoing bet with James Trevino and myself to where if he plays music that I recognize... And I, he plays some music that I know, and I'm able to name the uh, the band and name the song. Then, then you have to take me to lunch, and we're behind on one lunch. Yes, this is your November lunch. So tomorrow we're supposed to go have lunch. We got to find something healthy. <laughs> well, do you have any suggestions? Because I don't know. Yes, I've got some ideas. Some ideas, uh, but we're not doing soul food. We can't do that. Till I after, can't do soul food until after, after the hernia yeah. thing. Oh man, Winslow don't get no soul food. Winslow don't get no damn soul food. But you know some healthy esque type places. 
Yeah, we're going to try something different. Okay, because I leave this in your hands. It's up to you to where we go. You know I'm snobby about eating. You're, you're, you're um, a foodie guy. You you like good food. So, yeah, we'll find some place that we can get some, you know, healthier stuff than, healthier we, would, stuff. Yeah, than we would normally get. Right, because I'm a little behind on, on the losing the weight thing. Which is a little more difficult than I thought it would be. We might just find a, <laughs> a nice soup kitchen. Maybe we'll just go get us. We'll go to a soup kitchen. I look like I would fit in, so you know. We'll go get processed on San Pedro. Get Let's a go backpack, get processed on San Pedro. Two hundred dollars. Two hundred three dollars, man. An iPhone, and then we'll go eat. And then we'll go eat. I think that's an excellent idea. <laughs> so that's coming up tomorrow. Because, yeah, I I got the hernia thing coming up February 8th. And while I have made some headway, my wife and I have been walking, taking walks, uh, and uh, and trying to uh, not gorge my face with all the crap that I normally gorge my face with. And uh, But it it is funny how you you think that, uh, because back in my 30s and 40s, if I wanted to lose weight, I could lose weight like... It, it it was so easy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Meta- it was so freaking easy. If I wanted to lose a few pounds, I would just, it's almost like I could, just, I could just wish them away. Your young metabolism was kicking butt. It was. And now I'm freaking 55, and I'm thinking the same kind of crap will work to lose weight that worked in my 30s and 40s. And you know what, Don Morgan? It, it don't work the same. And James, it's just, it don't, it don't, those pounds just hang on you, man. They just don't want to let go. Well, you've got to eat half as much and work twice as hard. Well, I've been eating little meals, mm-hmm. just little tiny meals. Right, but are you moving? A little. More. I've been yeah, taking okay. walks with the well, wife. You know, I mean, walking to the mailbox is a big day for you. I, well, we've been walking around the block. She That's makes me good. walk around the entire block. Good. You know, and uh, I've lost a few pounds, but i got to lose many more. Right. Before uh, February eighth, and I get Winslow removed. All right. So how many how many pounds do you have to lose? Thirty, right? Well, I'm at yeah. I got to lose around between twenty and thirty. Well, twenty five would be good. Mm-hmm. Between now and then. All right. So maybe I just shouldn't eat. I, I thought I considered maybe just not eating. Well, okay. Here, <laughs> one one little tip. Yeah, probably not a good idea. One little tip. Do you, do you eat after eight p.m. Uh, sometimes, yes. Don't, don't do that. You gotta, I got to yeah, stop, stop doing, doing that. that. See, that, my family eats late. Them, that'll help immediately. My it family really eats later than I do because they stay up later. So I'm, I'm starting to, in fact, yesterday I had my meal beforehand, well beforehand, because I lay down around 8 or 8.30. So I got to stop eating later. I got to start yeah. eating earlier. Try to eat before 4 o'clock. Before 4 o'clock. <laughs> you yeah. might as well get used to the early bird dinner, old man. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> You're getting the early bird. Getting the early bird. And then, you know, there's something I noticed yesterday, and I almost called you out on it. What? I looked over, and you had like a little can of, of canned pasta or something. Right. Don't do that anymore. I didn't eat that. Don't, you, I didn't eat that. Give it away. No, well, my, my wife, that's what we feed my mom. My mom loves that crap. Right. Yeah. Of course, at well, her she age, weighs, you, she you, weighs you feed her pounds, whatever the hell so. she wants, okay? Whatever my mom wants, she gets, all right? right. Absolutely. But I, I had gone without eating. I'd forgotten to eat dinner the night before or something like that. I'd gone to bed really early. And so my wife said, just take this if you get really hungry and toss it. Oh, I know what it was. It's when I was going to work for Jack. I was going to work for Jack one night last week, but that didn't happen. Right. 
So my wife just tossed that in the car. So I, I didn't have any intention of actually yeah. eating okay, it. Okay, but don't eat that. Your mom no, can no eat chef it. No Boyar- Chef Boyardee. Okay. Your mom weighs 82 pounds. She can eat that <laughs> and not have a problem. You, however, can't do that. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm starting to stress. February 8th, man. It's not too far away. No. You get a step on it. I got a step on it. Uh, Why don't you come to the gym with me later? Because that's where people go to <laughs> work out? It's where you go Is to Is that dive. where you guys work out? <laughs> And you exercise, you lift right. like heavy stuff and yeah. stuff like that is what they do at it's, it's, it's places like that. You lift heavy stuff. Well, here's the thing, though. It, it, it always sucks while you're doing it. Yes. But, it's, but afterwards, when you've cooled off and you've taken a shower and you're relaxed, you feel great. It always had the opposite effect on me. Oh, man, come on. I get out of the shower and I'm like, oh, what did I do? Every part of my body hurts. <laughs> I hurt and everything hurts. I'm taking a walk now around the block, Mr. Man. Let's uh, let's good work our you. way up. Yeah, that's that's be- good. That's a to good the start. lifting heavy. That's heavy better thing. than the. Well, you don't have to lift anything. You just you know come over. You know, you can lift ten pounds. It's something. Right. You know, but you don't have to go up there and lift a hundred pounds over your head. So anyway, James is going to come up with a healthy place for us to go for our lunch tomorrow. All right. Glass of water. And I will go with <laughs> it's a you. Glass of water <laughs> restaurant. Okay. <laughs> Thanks to Elaine Rodriguez, our executive producer, uh, James Trevino, of course, Don Morgan, and my good brother, Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye.